Hey, I'm here with uh, Dr. Dave Martin, aka Uncle Dave, uh, here to talk about um, his uh, his career. Do a little retrospective. Would you like to introduce yourself to everybody? Devin, thank you so much for having me on today, and uh, I hope I'm ready for these tough questions you're going to bring to me. But uh, I am, aka Uncle Dave, uh, an author, a speaker, and just all around nice guy. <laughs> Pretty handsome. That's where Devin gets his looks from. <laughs> My beard's not as manly as his. <laughs> hey, you got the you got the silver boxing going hey, on. I'm though. trying. I'm trying. <laughs> um, yeah. So I got a couple questions about. Uh, I mean, he's been quite successful. He's written multiple good books that we can talk about in depth. That uh, I recommend that everybody read. Um, a lot of great things on um, career management. A lot of like a lot of wisdom on becoming a great cultural figure. On being a great speaker. I mean, he literally has a book called 12 Traits of the Greats. So, yeah. so we'll be getting into how he, uh, how he's developed as a, as a speaker, as a writer and as a cultural figure. Um, he's got enough, enough, uh, followers on Instagram to make your, uh, your local influencer jealous. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll be getting into, um, how he's navigated his career, um, how things have changed, how his marketing has changed, um, and specifically how, because um, he's worked a lot in the Christian and secular fields, correct? Yeah. Um, and so uh, we'll be talking about how God has impacted his uh, his career and how God has um, uh, promoted his name. Um, yeah, I got some, uh, some in-depth questions for you. I'm ready. Let's bring them on. All right. So first of all... Um, how did you first market yourself? Because you know we uh, we've talked you've talked quite extensively about uh, your uh, your broke days back in yeah. back in Indiana. <laughs> Do you want to tell a couple of those stories? Yeah, <laughs> but no, I, I just think um, you know marketing is something that what I call the snowball effect. You got to get it started, and then it, it'll get rolling down the hill and building itself. But it's something that you have to do. And uh, so in the beginning, you know, even before. I think where things really took off for us was in the beginning of social media days. It was around Twitter days before, um, long before Instagram and TikTok. But uh, we really, that was a big part of building our brand was what we did through Twitter and through different social media uh, efforts and campaigns. So, um, you know, people, what people perceive and uh, you to be, and that's what we, we begin to build that, that brand as a success coach and uh, a best-selling author, and and just begin to promote it that way and make uh, make connections that way. Um, did you always intend to have yourself operate in a Christian realm? Because uh, obviously, you know, our, our family is a, a long line of pastors. Obviously, you're a pastor now, and you yeah. always kind of uh, had God's been such a big part of um, your career. Uh, did you always intend to operate in the Christian realm? You know, I really thought that's what I would, I thought I'd be a pastor like my dad's a pastor. And what I've done in the corporate arena was actually not what I was expecting. I thought I'd be a pastor and that kind of thing. And just recently I've become a pastor. But for the last, you know, four years have been on uh, tour with the guys from Shark Tank and uh, Tony Robbins and, and those guys. But that all started as a dream 20 something years ago. I was in an arena in Dallas, Texas, and I went to a big thing called Get Motivated. Saw Zig Ziglar and Colin Powell and um, uh, what the ex prime minister Margaret Thatcher. I mean, those were the speakers, and and I was sitting there thinking, man, one that would be awesome one day to speak that motivational speakers, and and I thought, well, I'm just a 
a minister, so I'll never do that kind of thing. But um, the days went by, the years went by, and ended up connecting, meeting the owner of the Get Motivated Tour and made a great connection there. And he asked me if I'd be interested in speaking on the tour. And for the last several years, until this COVID thing hit, was on tour with uh, Damon John, Mr. Wonderful, you know, Kevin O'Leary and, and, uh, uh, and some of those people. So it's been pretty amazing. I didn't think that's where I'd be, but it opened up and, uh, over the last probably 10 years have been doing some corporate stuff. Uh, but the principles of, are the same, the principles of leadership and the principles for living life. Um, like I wrote in the 12 traits of the book of, of the greats book. You know, I spent thousands of hours studying great achievers. Didn't matter if they were great on the baseball field, the battlefield, the business field, or the ministry field. These were traits that made them great and traits that you can use to be a great student or anyone can use to be great in whatever field of endeavor that they choose. And so it was a real crossover into um, any arena, even though a lot of the principles are biblically based principles. Yeah, um, I think uh, so. You didn't uh, safe to say you didn't uh, dream of this when you were working at Taco Bell when you were like eighteen. <laughs> no, I just dreamed of not working at Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but I you, did. I was awesome at the drive-through. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess like you kind of talk about this, where it's like you know, um, uh, sometimes being great means uh, being great at. Uh, being a great mom, being a great teacher, being a yeah. great whatever. It's just, are there traits that you can use to amplify what you're doing? Um, great doesn't necessarily mean you do something that everybody has to know about. Uh, you can be, you can be famous and not be great. Yeah. Right. <laughs> just like, Kardashians. Just, yeah. Just like you can <laughs> be, yeah, they become good business people. I feel yeah. like, yeah, but, but you can also be great and not be famous, you know? Yeah. Uh, my dad, your grandfather's not famous, but he's a great man. Great pastor. And, and so, uh, but then there's other people, like you said, that are famous that have not done really anything great. <laughs> so, um, yeah, great. That's why integrity is one of the things that come in with greatness is, uh, I think, to be really great, you have to be a person of integrity. And so sometimes you find that you can be famous and not have that. But uh, to have both, not a bad thing. Uh, I'm really interested in the period between Taco Bell and Get Motivated. Um, <laughs> uh, it was a long period. <laughs> in what ways did you feel God promoting you? I mean, how do you, that's such a, I mean, okay, anybody could work at Taco Bell when they're younger, but that's such a big gap. But, you know, even even that at Taco Bell, I can go back and I remember I met a guy who happened to be the manager at the Taco Bell and gave me the job, <laughs> you know. So it wasn't even like, um, that was a, a connection of what I call, and I wrote a book about it called favor, a subject called favor. And I, I just call that when God just kind of intervenes in your life and, and shines, uh, shines his face on you. And I can go back through my life back then. I didn't even know what it was called, but it was, uh, I can think of several of my jobs. I just, uh, one of my first jobs, my senior year of, of high school, I worked at WLOX. ABC television station. And they didn't hire teenagers. They didn't hire uh, high school students. But I ran camera on the 5, 6, and 10 o'clock news, and I ran master control on Saturday mornings. Well, I happened to run into a guy who was trying out for a local uh, theater of the, the Scrooge um, uh, play, uh, the, the play, Charles Dickens play Scrooge. And I met this guy who happened to be the vice president of the TV station. And gives me the job. And so now what, I mean, college graduates are wanting that job. 
and I'm I'm running, um, you know, running the whole the whole thing there. And, and so uh, on Saturday mornings, I'd be running master control of the whole station. But again, it was just favor. I happened to be in the right place, at the right time to meet the right person, and it took a liking to me. Um, you can call it charisma. You can call it uh, then it's a little mix, a mix of that. And but also, um, I look at it as as God's hand on me. Yeah, I've always kind of uh, if people say if something good happens to me and people say I'm lucky, I go I'm not lucky. I got favor. <laughs> right. Um, I mean, we don't believe in luck. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and what's great about favor is uh, it's not like luck. You can kind of control it. Like there's a little bit. There's there's steps you can take to uh, to be in God's favor. There's um, he talks about that in his book, which I've read and is really really good actually. Um, and yeah, so I mean, you're a really charismatic person, and I've I I wonder what you would say to somebody who would just attribute that to either luck or, or charisma. I mean, how do you differentiate favor from from that, and how does that work in in promoting you as a as a um, as a cultural figure. Yeah, I don't think luck happens every now and then. You get lucky on this, you get lucky on that. I heard about a guy lost his dog, was looking for his dog. Had they had a description of it, you know, uh, brown fur, some missing due to mange. Uh, had a broken leg because of a recent car accident, and uh, several other other things. But anyway, the dog went by the name Lucky. <laughs> he didn't sound too lucky to me, <laughs> but I, I don't think lucky l- luck is a one-time thing. Favor is a lifestyle because favor is available to everyone. You can increase your favor. There's things you can do, excellence, solve a problem for somebody. You know, there's things you can do to increase your favor where, like I said, luck is just something that happens every now and then. I expect favor every day. So that's the difference for me. I'm not just looking for a one-time, oh, you got lucky, but walking in an experience of God's hand on me all the time. Yeah, I've uh, I've kind of noticed that too. I kind of uh, I've kind of come to think of you as like the Christian Forrest Gump because this dude meets <laughs> everybody. Any any like successful Christian, he somehow like wanders into him and makes some sort of connection that amplifies his business. It's it's absolutely insane. If you don't believe, it's like, uh, I mean, if you want to tell one of those stories, just so everybody knows what we're talking about. Oh, well, you, you got a billion of them. What <laughs> you mentioned earlier, um, I, I took my son, your your cousin. To a baseball game, we were in Phoenix, and we bought last-minute tickets. We were in the third level, way up top, and we saw these empty seats right down by, right behind home plate. I'm like, man, that's where we need to sit. We need to, we need to pray for some favor. We need to know the people that can get us those seats. And we were just laughing about it, and all of a sudden, second inning, a guy taps me on the shoulder, and he says, "Excuse me, he says, I'm Steve. I'm with the Arizona Diamondbacks." He said uh, the owner is here tonight, and he has a couple extra seats in his in his box. Um, he sent me up here to the top. He said, "Go find somebody up there, then bring him down to sit here with with me." And out of all the people, he said, "Well, that, of course, you know, you just no." Out of all, they could have picked anybody. They could have picked anybody in the entire stadium, but they walked right over to me and my son. Why? I I think that's just God's favor. We ended up sitting with the owner, made a great connection. Actually. Um, Ended up getting his number. He took Solomon into the dugout. I mean, it was got a signed ball. He gave us his number. He said, "Anytime you want these seats, you just call me. I got I got them right here. You can have them." And Ed, I mean, who would have who would have thought it wasn't anything we did? Uh, but I, I think it was. And you say, "Well, you got lucky," but that kind of stuff happens all the time. <laughs> so it's to me, it's not luck. It's following principles that operate that you can operate that will uh, cause God's favor to become part of your everyday life. 
Yeah, I mean, truthfully, we could spend this whole 20 minutes of just just filling up stories of this. But um, yeah, yeah, it's it's crazy. I've heard I've heard so many of them over the years. It's it's absolutely ridiculous. Um, I'm curious about the point in your career when you kind of realized that your name had clout and that, you know, booking things was easier. I mean, I'm sure at some at some point, you know, the that when you were first starting day. out, like you had to you had Beg to explain people. who you were. You had to give the highlight reel to people. Now, now pretty much everybody in the a lot of people in the Christian community um, know who you are, and I'm sure it's a lot easier to to get booked places. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it, it's just like anything. In the beginning, you're working hard. You're working hard to build your business. You're working hard to build your your name, whatever it is. And and so, um, you know, when Amazon started, they were in a little room, and and no one knew what Amazon was. Just had a dream and had to build. And same thing when we started uh, out traveling and speaking, no one knew who we were, um, hadn't proven myself yet, didn't have a book, didn't have a couple of books, didn't, and so yeah, you had to explain, you had to have a little brochure, had to have a little a business card, now, you know, the, it's funny, the more successful you become, the less you have to market yourself, you get, it's just kind of gets that snowball effect going, and I, I think the time when I realized that it was easy, I didn't have to work so hard to fill my schedule, it kind of filled itself because people were calling instead of me calling people <laughs> to see if I could come speak. They were calling me to see if I would speak. And, uh, and so that was really a, a turning point and made, made life a whole lot easier. I hope I can use these principles for my love life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh, um, that's yeah. a whole other story. There. I don't know what to tell you about that. Um, how's your, I mean, you kind of already answered this a little bit, uh, by saying, you know, people started calling you, um, but is there anything like specific in marketing that's changed since you've gotten more successful? Like, is it easier? I mean, obviously you have more, you have more connections, you have, you know, successful people tend to flock together. Yeah. I mean, we, you know, now we don't have to market as much who we are. We can market what we're doing more um, because people know who we are. And, uh, and now, you know, back then I did a lot of it myself, but I love, I love marketing. I love the, the graphic stuff. I love coming up with, ideas of how to get your name out there and now there's so much stuff through technology and podcast and and different social media networks and now we have someone full-time that just does all the uh the marketing and pr promotions and all that kind of thing so i don't do as much of it anymore but we still do it we still do it because uh, we can reach more uh you know reach more people uh yeah i had a i um, actually read a story earlier this morning of uh of this guy who was on TikTok and he was actually homeless and he just uh, he took a picture of him uh, or no he took a video of him drinking something I forget what it was. it was it was probably some sort of iconic drink and I'm gonna look like I'm super uncultured for not knowing what it was but he literally took a video of him just um like on a on a I think it was like a longboard and just vibing drinking something and he was homeless at that point or he worked at a he worked at like a bread factory or something like that he just bought a three hundred thousand dollar house <laughs> it's crazy like how like going viral yeah. literally changes your life <laughs> exactly yeah I mean it's a lot of inputs I I work with a company actually sponsor my podcast called Bang uh you ever heard of Bang Energy Drinks and so um. So they sponsor our podcast now, and I get all the free Bang Energy drinks I want. So I'm pretty pumped. Yeah, that's why you got to reference them in church pretty, now. You pretty every yeah, I got to drop their name everywhere I can. This this, uh, this service brought to you by Bang Energy, <laughs> God's uh, chosen brand. Yes, yeah, but uh, you know that's all been built by in influencers, and they've 
uh, they're always looking for people to, to come on board, be uh, um, ambassadors, and, and it's amazing what social media has done. Uh, speaking of uh, influencers, you brought uh, success to a, a young man named uh, Michael Jordan, um, who uh, helped you with the advertising of your of your book, right? <laughs> we had a few people. Of, 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 um, I don't like to drop names, but uh, one one thing I've learned from Oprah was I'm kidding. <laughs> but we have had some great friends that uh, have endorsed, yeah, our books. Um, yeah, you and Oprah, two uh, black moguls. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Vander Holyfield and Grant Hill and different people like that. So it's it's been good. It's been good. Favor. Yeah. Um, how do you go about um, finding which people you want to work with to promote your book, to be a part of your work? Um, do you find that they kind of seek you out um, or... Do you uh, do you admire somebody's work and you ask them to, to either interview them or talk um, talk with them, work with them? How does you know, that, it's, uh... it's kind of both. You know, it go it go both ways. Some of them, you know, I love to study successful people. So anytime I can connect with them or talk to them or um, get them on my podcast, yeah, I, w- I want to do that, and that makes that brings connections. Also, um, fortunately, people want me to be on their podcast, or they want to meet me, or they come to one of my uh, seminars or that kind of thing, and, and we're able to uh, connect that way as well. And then through that relationship, uh, when I have a new book or something come out, um, maybe uh, look for those people that have the ability to influence others to, to promote the book or to say something about the book. But I do that every, just about every week. I'm writing an endorsement or a forward or something for someone else's book too. Yeah, I'm sure this is uh being on this podcast is like the pinnacle of your career. I'm sure, pretty, like, yeah, pretty much. I'm pretty <laughs> yeah. excited about <laughs> all about of the uh, this and, and all all six of your listeners. This is the the peak of God's favor. Like everything else is downhill from here. <laughs> I'm just gonna give up, retire. I'm gonna retire yeah. <laughs> after this podcast. This is it. Yeah, <laughs> I just made it to the Super Bowl. Um, besides your uh, go-to jokes of describing yourself as uh, Larry the Cable Guy mixed with uh, Joel Osteen or uh, <laughs> the world's uh, least politically correct preacher, <laughs> how, would you, you uh, <laughs> how would you how would you describe yourself, your work, and your brand? Um, what audience do you do um, appeal to, and how is this different from others in the same field as you? Uh, you know, I think I, I appeal to people who want more out of life. Um, how do I describe myself? I describe myself just as someone who wants to help other people achieve their dreams. And uh, I think every one of us have dreams and goals, whether it's uh, whether it's to build a big business, whether it's to be a successful author, or whether it's just to be the best dad you can be. Um, we all have dreams and things. Some of us, our dream is to own a car. Someone else's dream is to own a business. Someone else's dream is to have their own house and not rent an apartment or whatever it may be. But I just, my, I feel like my job or what I'm called to do is to give people hope and, uh, and belief, help them really build the belief in themselves that, uh, that with God's help, they can do anything. They can't accomplish anything. And it doesn't matter where they've come from or what their background is that, uh, they can, uh, still achieve the things that are in their heart to do. Of all the work you've done, whether it be books, seminars, sermons, uh, which there have been quite a few good sermons that I've been to, um, what's the thing that you're most proud of? 
Uh, gosh, most proud of. Um, probably most proud of the people I've been able to impact and uh, and see them do great things with their life. I'm proud of you and what you're doing. I'm proud of, of your brother. I'm proud of my son, Solomon, and and uh, the, the impact I've been able to have or the um, influence I've been able to have in, in your life. And so I'm, I'm proud of who you're becoming and what you're, uh, what you're doing and accomplishing. But, but yeah, that's, I'm, I'm proud of how I'm impacting others and what they, I mean, I'm not, I could be proud of my house or proud of my this or that, but you know, that's just natural things. Those could be gone tomorrow, but the impact you have in others is really what matters. Awesome. Thank you so much for your time. I know you're a really busy guy, so it means a lot to me that you took the time out to do this podcast. Well, I appreciate you having me and picking me to do the podcast with.